Welcome back to Over Here. This is Nick Pinzer, and today I'm very excited to have Garrett Schmidt, a great trumpet player, who is releasing his debut album uh, just this past month on April the 19th, uh, his debut album Prairie Tales on Outside of Music. And Garrett, welcome to the show, and thanks for being here. Nick, thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, of course. I wanted to uh, let you introduce yourself to you know everyone uh, in the outside in music kind of universe here. We try to give every artist a chance to talk about their, their album, their projects, things that are happening with them. So uh, why don't you first just tell us who you are, where you are, and uh, what you're up to. Sure, yeah. Uh, the name's Garrett Schmidt. I currently live uh, near St. Louis, Missouri, but on the Illinois side. Uh, I teach at a university, Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville, uh, which is, I don't know, maybe 25 minutes outside of St. Louis. Um, I run the big band. I teach jazz arranging. I teach jazz trumpet. We do combos and we team teach jazz improv. So that's what I'm doing back here in Illinois. And my album, Prairie Tales, is coming out next, not this Friday, but next Friday. Uh, April 19th, which is my first uh, my first record, hopefully one of many. I think I have a bug now where I just I have to keep doing it and I have to keep bothering you to help me with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy to do so. Um, so before you were at SIUE and kind of where we met was in Rochester at the Eastman School of Music. Mm -hmm. I guess we were never in school at the same time, were we? Or did we just... We, we weren't. I think you had, I think you finished your senior year or whatever your last year was the year before I came. And then you okay. kind of had like a, a hiatus year where you were hanging before you left for Juilliard. That's true. That, that's right. Now I'm remembering. But we played in Dave Ravello's band from yeah. time to time. That's yes. That was, that, was, uh, that was our main playing. Yeah. And, uh, and then we met up a bunch of time and played together in New York some. Yeah, quite a bit. Mostly, mostly big band stuff. Uh, that's that was most of what I did when I was there. Uh, from I can't remember what years, twenty eleven to twenty thirteen, I guess, or twenty fourteen, probably. Lots of big band stuff. Are you talking about? Yeah, lots of big band stuff. Well, tell tell people some of the stuff that you were doing. You were doing some great stuff. Don't be so humble. <laughs> um. Right. Okay. Fine. Fine. Twist my arm. Um, after I finished my master's at, at Eastman, I, I went on the road almost immediately for a, a 10 day tour with Maria Schneider's band, uh, in Europe. And it, it was, it was right place, right time type of thing. And I had a passport, so they let me go. <laughs> um, and then after that, I, I spent about nine months in Europe playing Greece DOS musical which was Greece, the musical, but the dialogue was German, which is amusing. It's so odd. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a hang, but it was uh, an interesting hang. Um, and then I finally uh, moved back to New York and played cabaret on Broadway and, and did a bunch of, of big band stuff while I was there and continued to play with Maria a little bit uh, whenever they needed a sub. And it was fun. I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was super fun. Yeah, I mean, that's an amazing, amazing orchestra. 
and uh, I wish I had gotten to hear you with the band. Actually, I don't. Th- I don't think I ever got to hear you play with them. Well, I I think I only uh, she you know she has that residency during Thanksgiving. I think I did two of those. Um. Uh, but when when she was in town, a lot of her regular players made time for her music because everybody wants to make time for her music because it's amazing. Right. Um, so I did a lot of the out of town stuff whenever they, uh, you know, whenever they needed another person that maybe didn't want to go out of town or was busy. So, right. But it was, right. it was amazing. It's, it still is amazing to hear what she's doing now and uh, to be associated with her and her music in any way is a, is a real blessing. So I think what you haven't said yet is that actually that you were playing lead trumpet with her and that uh, and a lead trumpet with a lot of these big bands and that you are an amazing lead trumpet player. But in this situation on your record, you're not really donning those pants. You're, you're putting on a different hat and being Garrett Schmidt, you know, soloist. So if you could, if I would love to hear from your perspective about that whole trumpet thing about like being a lead player or a soloist and how you kind of cover, you know, both worlds and how you've managed to handle all of that. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's kind of a hard, a hard question. Um, I didn't, cause I, I didn't just play lead in Marie's band. Like I played all the books, whoever needed a sub, but most of the other shows that I got a chance to do, I was, I was typically the lead player and, uh, I really enjoy doing all that, but that's that's never been my my primary focus as far as you know, my practice sessions are never really geared towards you know, screaming high notes or uh really loud uh trumpet playing. I've always considered myself an improviser who didn't have a uh I, I don't want to say opportunity, but I didn't force the issue uh, to be an improviser, especially when I was in New York, I wasn't, you know, trying to do the jam session thing, or I was happy playing parts, uh, and not creating my own stuff. But since kind of starting this job teaching at SIUE, you know, I, maybe I've found my voice a little bit more, or I've got more comfortable, uh, sharing that voice that I have. And, uh, it's the majority of the teaching that I do is, is improvisation. It's very little lead trumpet stuff. Although, you know, I'm happy to, to help with that stuff too. But, um, yeah, I've always considered myself an improviser just without really a vehicle for improvising. So I think that's kind of how this record, uh, came about. I guess I kind of got a little bit tired of being pigeonholed as a, a lead player when I'm really just a trumpet player that, hopefully can do, you know, more than one thing. Um, and it was really fun having a chance to document that. And, you know, now I have this, this CD that at least it proves to myself that, you know, I did it and now move on to the next thing, you know. Totally. So let's kind of change focus. Let's focus on the record for a minute. Why don't you tell us uh, who's on it and uh, when, when you recorded it and, and kind of what the plans are for the release coming up. Yeah, um, the majority of the folks on the record are actually the the jazz faculty here at SIUE. Uh, Jason Swagler, who's who plays alto, uh, Miles Vanderveer, who's the drummer, and Zeb Riskovich, who plays bass, and then someone we both know 
uh, very well is Chris Ziemba uh, flew out from Washington, D.C. To, to play piano on the record. He had leave from the Airman of Note. Um, so it was it was a great collaboration of, you know, kind of a then and now situation. Eastman, New York was Ziemba, and then here I am in Illinois with these other guys, Swagler and Briskovich and Miles, and it was fun. And uh, I think it came off pretty well and they enjoyed playing with each other which was nice and uh yeah what was the second part of the question i ramble i'm in teacher mode teacher ramble that's okay you're it's i understand that ramble Uh, (laughs) so let's just change course a little bit why don't you talk a little bit about the tunes on the record i know it's mostly your originals right yeah all originals um they uh once i got here i've I found that my office had a piano and uh, I've never had a piano in a room that I spend a significant amount of time in before. And uh, I find that it's just a really nice break from, you know, doing my long tone warm up or, or whatever. So I spend a lot of time at the piano and all of all eight of the tunes that uh, are on the record kind of spawned from having legitimate access to a piano and now i have one in my home where i do a a lot of my other writing um which has it's been so nice to just get away from the trumpet for a little bit and focus on composing and and getting some more sounds out of i don't know whenever you play it an instrument that isn't visual you kind of rely on some similar things every once in a while, but with the piano, you have literally every option. So some different things tend to come out, I suppose. And you can make fun little uh, seal cover videos. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Man. <laughs> it's such a good. It sounded pretty good. It sounds pretty good. I've been practicing. I don't know if you can tell. So. I know you've been taking lessons with Chris. I would imagine <laughs> he would come over here and destroy that and play it way better than I would. Obviously, I mean, why didn't you, you should have included that on the on the album? You should have done a cover. Well, I didn't. I didn't want Seal to make millions of dollars off my record. You know. Oh, I see. You're being just you know. <laughs> you're being a little uh, selfish. You just didn't want to give up the love to Seal. I see how it is. He doesn't need any of my help. You know, he's doing just That's fine. True. Yeah, I guess he is. I guess he is. Um, so I know the the single that came out a couple weeks ago was mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Maybe you can give us the story. I don't know if I know it exactly, but I know it has to do with your expanding family. Yes, my family has expanded by one as of now, mm-hmm. uh, and I have a five month old son named Theo. Uh, Theodore, Theo, we call him Theo. Um, and the, to be honest, there's there's not a lot of story behind the tune uh, mm-hmm. or, or naming it that way. I, I feel like I'm just terrible at naming tunes. And this one was called G5 because that was the first chord of <laughs> the tune um, or just the a G power chord or whatever you want to call it. And I was like, well, I guess I might be remiss if I don't name a tune after him. So he got that one Um, (laughs) without the apostrophe, which is also Greek for godlike or something like that. So I hope folks don't think I'm not humble. That's just the name of my boy with an S on it. That's all it is. (laughs) 
No, that's good. It's good. It's it's good to 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 be able to know the full the reasoning behind it and all that stuff. It's good. Yeah. So now that you've kind of gone through this process once, and then you said you got the bug, but how has how did you think that it was going to be versus how that turned out to be? And what recommendations could you give to someone who maybe thinks they don't want to do it because it's too hard? Well, I you know I I didn't really have a bunch of I didn't know what to expect. You know, I knew I knew what my job was, and that was to to play trumpet well for a couple of days and write some music. Um, but I, I had no idea what really to expect afterwards, um, as far as getting in contact with with you guys and and setting it up. The I think the biggest piece of advice that I would have is make sure you ask the right person all the right questions in a decent amount of time, because um, I know, you know, we kind of on our end we kind of sat on the record for a little while and waited to get get it mastered and stuff like that and then kind of pushed pushed the release date for for april right because it was it was open and it worked out with the release date over here Uh um but if if i would have had more time and if i was a little bit more liquid as they say um i would have considered doing like a a radio campaign or um getting with some some other types of media outlets and in hopes of getting this off the ground a little bit more. Um, but for me, it's, it's primarily, it's, it's good to have music documented, but for me, it's also a, a huge opportunity for recruitment. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, to get folks to hear my music. If I go do a clinic somewhere, I, here's four CDs. If you have four trumpet players that I like, you know, and maybe somebody will hear something that they like and, and reach out, you know, Definitely. I mean, yeah. I think it's a huge, huge tool and it's a huge uh, opportunity, an important opportunity to document what you're doing. I mean, I tell people all the time, just like, we love to go back and hear how our favorite artists like developed over time. And if you never take the time to do it, well, while you're first getting started, you're never going to have the opportunity to go back. So right. for me, it's like, it's huge. And I think I tell my students all the time that they should be thinking about what they're going to do. For their first project and their first thing as a leader, even if they don't end up releasing it, just to like put together a project is, you know, such a learning experience for yourself. Oh yeah, and I and I think that now it's so easy to have decent recordings of whether it's rehearsals or full blown projects or whatever. I feel like for as tech savvy as as the younger generation than us is they're really kind of underutilizing that aspect of improvement or, or self-improvement. You know, you should be recording every single rehearsal and listening back and figuring out what you don't like, what you do like, what you can over exploit all of this stuff. You know, we, we all have a microphone on our phone that sounds pretty good. (laughs) May as well use it. I agree. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you a hundred percent. Do it. Why don't you tell us a little bit, um, about so you started talking about recruiting and what you're doing at SIUE. So mm-hmm. who who should be checking out SIUE? Who what kind of students are you looking for? Uh, what what are you guys up to down there? Oh, that's man, that's a good question. Um, you know, and that's kind of a hard question. Uh, I I believe that anybody can can learn this music. You know, I I don't believe that 
everyone can be a professional jazz musician, but I believe that a lot of folks can be professional musicians. Um, and I think the right way to get there is by studying our music, you know, jazz music. It's the most harmonically complex, rhythmically complex. Um, so, I mean, I kind of feel like if anybody wants to be a professional musician, you got to go through this ringer. Um, it doesn't matter if you want to, you know, play behind Justin Timberlake or, you know, lead your own quartet and go to Tokyo Blue Note or whatever. Um, but it's, I don't know, this is the right music to study if you want to do it professionally. This, that's just how I feel about it. So we're looking for whoever wants to take it serious, you know. I, as I assume, every school on the planet is looking for that. Um, and folks who want to be near a, a metropolitan area. You know, St. Louis has a pretty decent music scene, and there's room for new people to inhabit that scene. So it's kind of nice that we're so close to to a vibrant, you know, cultural place instead of out in the cornfield, you know. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Which is where I live, but nothing wrong with corn. Trust me. Um, but as far as going to a school near a city, I feel like that's a that's a huge plus that we have down here. Yeah, and there's a lot of people, yourself included, that have you know gone on to great things from there. And even though maybe it's not as well known of a school, at least from where I grew up, it seems like there's great things happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's. A, it's a good, I mean, it's a good place. We got the, if you're into classical music, we got the St. Louis Symphony. I hear they're pretty good. Um, you know, there's plenty of jazz music happening. There's plenty of singer-songwriter stuff. It's, it's happening. You just got to go see it, you know? Yeah, I mean, Jazz St. Louis is a huge organization doing so much cool stuff. Yeah, I've, I can't believe I, I forgot that one. That's, that's a huge one. And they do so much outreach, which is so great for, our schools, you know, in the St. Louis area and outside the St. Louis area, um, they get some really high quality clinicians to, to go help some, some folks that need help, you know what I mean? Which is a great thing for everybody. And I think you guys, you just hosted essentially Ellington festival too, right? Yes, we did. Ooh, it was a marathon day. It was really fun though. We had, uh, we had 13 bands come, uh, which is significant for a one-day festival. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, start at 8 a.m., done by 10 p.m. type of thing. But the clinicians we get, you know, we get from Jazz at Lincoln Center, which are great. We had Jerome Jennings, uh, Jeff Campbell on bass, Dennis McCrell on drums, Reggie Thomas on piano. Um, it, was, it was pretty sweet. And all of the SIUE faculty get to work with them. And our band gets to work with them, and the high school bands get to work with them. It's, it's a great experience for everybody, especially when, you know, you can have some heavy hitters come in and, and tell them what's up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, that's that's great. So, um, where can people connect with you? Where can they hear your music and uh, find out about all of the upcoming stuff for the record and with you and the school? Yeah, um, you can find me on the Face Space, which is Facebook. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm working on getting my my website up and running. The Garrett Schmidt Music. It's real close. I just got to figure out how to delete this one page in Squarespace. Um, 
and you can go to siue.edu slash music uh, for info on our music program. Um, and yeah, I have a I have an event on Facebook for the CD release for April 19th uh, at 7.30 on campus here in kind of like a black box theater, which will be really fun. And I think that's most of what the social media's... I think that's most of the social media-ing that I do is Facebook and Instagram. Perfect. Well, yeah. Garrett, thanks for taking some time to, to chat and share about the record. I think uh, it'll be available on all the streaming platforms. You can find it on Spotify or Facebook. Facebook, excuse me, Apple Music. And uh, you can find it wherever, wherever you like to listen to music. So, again, Garrett, thanks so much. His debut album, Prairie Tales, out. April 19th, and uh, we can't wait for what comes next from you, man. All right. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for having me. You bet.